listening to the Teach From Home podcast, the podcast that equips, educates, and encourages brand new homeschoolers. My name is Beth Pavlik. I'm a homeschooling mom to four kids. I'm the owner of the YouTube channel Teach From Home and the website BethPavlik.com, where you can find all kinds of great resources, including my online course for new homeschoolers. Welcome, and let's get started. Hello, and so today I want to talk about one of the most important tools in my homeschool that I have done from the very beginning, and that is having discussions with my kids. And if you're kind of intimidated by the idea of having discussions with your kids and you're not sure that you're able to start good discussions or if they're going to lead somewhere academic or if you're doing it right or doing it wrong or maybe you have a kid who doesn't want to discuss a lot of things with you, they're not very chatty, well, I've got some really good tips for how to do these discussions. And it's not complicated. You don't have to stress out about starting the conversations yourself. I will help you out. So the first question that you might have is, why do we need to have discussions with our kids? What is the benefit of them? And the truth is that children, just like adults, want to be heard. They have thoughts, they have ideas, they have questions, they they have they want to be heard and they want to voice their opinions just like adults do. And 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 so they have ideas that they want to share with us. And so it's important for us to be a way for them to get out their thoughts and and share their ideas and be able to ask questions and just put their thoughts out loud to somebody. And I believe that one of the most powerful components of a healthy homeschooling lifestyle is parents being open to child-led discussions. And when I say child-led, I mean that you as the parent don't have to start the discussions. When we have discussions with our kids, most of the time it is them leading it. And it's important because our kids, they they have their own ideas. And the the sooner we let them know that what they are saying is valuable and important and that we care about it, the more they're going to want to express themselves and have more confidence in what they have to say. So with my kids... I have created an atmosphere in our home that is always open to our kids wanting to talk. Um, One of the biggest ways that we do it is to have unscheduled time during our day where they're able to think their thoughts and then speak them. I do not dictate what our kids' days will look like down to the minute. I have never overscheduled us. Now, there's nothing wrong with having a busier lifestyle. I love having things on my calendar to look forward to. I do. But you can't go full-time activities all the time. Having things to go do or people to go see or tasks to perform all day long is just not a lifestyle that anybody can keep up for very long. So that's not the answer. Um... You will burn out. People need downtime and children especially need time to be with their thoughts. When they're always in school being told what to do and then they go home and they're told to eat their dinner, do their homework and then go to bed. And then on the weekends they're being bused to different sports or other activities where again they're told what to do the entire time. How will they ever learn to sit by themselves and use their own brains to think and process. 
My kids have always had a relaxed schedule in our house, and they're always finding things to talk about with each other or their dad and me. So many times, parents are so busy. And I get this, like we have our adult responsibilities. We might have jobs outside of the home. We have to maintain our home. We have errands to run. We have friends to go see. We have adult responsibilities that we have to go to. We have to take care of our yard. We have to take care of our cars. There are so many things in our adult lives that will make us too busy to listen to our kids. But it's so important for us to make the time to listen to our kids. It really does matter. So, you know, parents, they have their minds on tasks that they need to complete, things they need to plan for the future, all of the adult type thoughts that we have. We all have them. But there are many times that I'm doing my adult type activities and my kids will come up and have a question or they'll want to show me something they made Or they'll want to tell me a story about something that happened to them. For example, I'll be upstairs folding laundry and my 10-year-old son will find me and ask if he can tell me what new angry birds he got in his game and what they all do. I will listen attentively as I fold laundry. He has experiences that he wants to share and knows that I am someone who will listen to him. Other times I'll be on the treadmill and my four-year-old daughter will come up beside me and show me an art project that she did all on her own. Uh, Or my six-year-old daughter will tell me about a new story that she wants to write. A lot of our other conversations have happened on our family walks and bike rides. We'll all be walking together and whichever child is walking next to me will tell me something or ask me something. And how I participate in these conversations is key too. If my child asks me a question, it's important to remember that most of the time, they are not looking for you to tell them what to think about it. Most of the time, they are bringing up a topic that they want to share their thoughts about to me. Unless they are asking me a specific question, Most of the time, I don't know the answer to. In this case, I tell them honestly that I don't know the answer. And then they proceed to tell me what they think about it or why they asked me in the first place. If kids don't have someone that they trust to talk to, that won't judge them or tell them what to think, they won't be able to process their feelings or ideas in a healthy way. You as the parent can be the number one person for that. Not saying that there can't be other people, but you get to be number one. I've always told my kids, you can tell me anything. You will not get in trouble. I will not get mad. And nothing you ever do or say will make me love you less. Starting at a young age, my youngest is about to turn four, letting them know beyond a shadow of a doubt that whenever they talk, I am interested. Now, this doesn't mean that you drop everything that you're doing. Like I said, if a child were to come up and talk to me while I'm folding laundry, I am still going to fold that laundry, but I'm still going to listen attentively to them and respond to what they're saying and ask them questions. Or if I'm on the treadmill, I'm not going to stop the treadmill if they start talking to me or showing me an art project. I will continue to do what I'm doing but while still giving them attention. Um, my three-year-old knows, she's actually four now, my four-year-old knows that she can come up and talk to me at any time and I will listen 
and I will care and I will give her positive feedback. As my kids get older, I've thought from the time my oldest was a toddler that I wanted to make sure that our relationship with our kids was solid, especially when they get into the teen years. So many teenagers pull away from their parents. They start confiding more in their friends. They start to keep things from their parents out of fear of punishment or judgment. And I wanted to make sure that our kids will still see us as their safe place. That whatever they're going through, they can always come back to us and we will help in whatever way they want us to. I also always wanted to be the party house for our teenagers' friends. My husband and I talked about how we want to be involved in our kids' lives and know who their friends are. And when they're older, we want to be a place where our teenagers can come and bring their friends. I envision our basement full of snacks and drinks, games and a TV, just a safe place for them to gather where we can still be around and see what's happening and make sure everything is okay. We want to know our kids' friends and let them know we are a safe house. At the end of this, why are discussions important? What does it actually do for our kids? Well, I've seen from experience that kids want to express themselves. They want to share their thoughts. They want to be a part of the conversation. They want to be seen and heard and respected just like adults, when they are able to express themselves to people, like their parents, who will listen attentively, not judge, give positive feedback, and ask them good questions, they will learn how to express themselves in a healthy way. They will feel understood and cared for. They will know how to speak up for themselves and share their own opinions and work through problems, ideas, frustrations, joys, and struggles. Everyone deserves that. They will hopefully grow up believing that what they have to say matters and that when we talk through things with people, instead of reacting emotionally or growing, you know, throwing insults at people because they make us angry, it actually has a much more productive outcome. So you may be thinking, where do I even start with this? Should I ask my kids every day what they want to talk about? How can I constantly be ready to listen to them talk? What if they go on and on when I have other things to do? In my experience, I have asked my kids questions, but it wasn't in an effort to get them talking to me. A lot of times throughout the day, I'll ask them how they're doing, and they'll either give me a short answer because they don't need to elaborate, Or they'll start saying things like they're frustrated about something or they're feeling excited about something coming up or they're feeling tired, etc., etc. But when I don't ask them questions that might spark a conversation, again, they just start talking to me. They do it all on their own. (laughs) A lot of the time, it might be one thing they want to tell me, like something funny that happened in their game or something rude that their sibling did to them. Other times, it will be something that will go on for a while, like if we're on a long walk. And you don't need to be anxious about the right way to respond. When I like to talk, most of the time, I just want to get my thoughts out to someone else. One thing we as listening parents can do to sabotage this conversation is to try to lecture them or tell them what they are thinking is wrong 
or try to teach them something with the attitude that we know better. We need to listen without judgment, like we would listen to an adult friend, and keep things positive. If my son is walking with me and starts to tell me what he loved about a recent birthday party where they played in a lake, I'll respond with something like, I'm so happy you got to have that experience. What else did you like about it? Keep it genuine. Don't get overly excited with your positivity because your kids will know if you're not being real with them. You might have kids who are simply more quiet than others. Not everyone is a chatty Kathy like me. (laughs) Some kids don't want to talk your ear off or tell elaborate long-winded stories. But that does not mean that they don't want to express themselves. They'll just do it in a different way. Instead of taking your child out for ice cream and having a face-to-face talk where they pour their heart out, they might want to drive in the car while you're running errands and say a few things that they've been thinking about from the back seat where there is no eye contact. They may not want you to try to give them advice or sympathize. They may just want to say a few things and be done. You have to be sensitive to your non-chatty kids uh, because they will still want to speak up, but they'll want to do it differently than you might think. This is why we observe our kids and see what's going to work for them and what's not. Another thing my kids do is ask me why. Clarification of why I'm telling them no about something. And it causes me to take a step back and ask myself, if my response is good or not. So when they ask me why, it leads to a bigger conversation where they'll say like, well, why can't I ride my bike to my friend's house two blocks away? Or why can't I have ice cream before lunch? Or why can't we, you know, go and do this or that? And it causes me to think, hmm, why am I saying no to this? Is it because I don't want to put in the effort to take them somewhere? Or is it because I am worried about their safety? Or is it because we don't eat sweets before a full meal? Or anything like that. Like it causes you to have a good response to those questions. So what I want to leave you with with these discussions is don't feel like you always have to initiate the discussion. What you need to do is make sure that your kids know that whenever they want to talk about anything at all in the world, that you are going to listen to them. And not only are you going to listen attentively, but you are not going to judge. You're not going to get angry. You're not going to try to teach them a lesson about that certain thing like, oh, well, I would have done this if I were you or next time you shouldn't be doing that. They just want you to listen without judgment or reaction Um, or a lot of the times if they are telling you about something and then they do ask you what your thoughts are or what you thought about that then you can answer them honestly about it and also if they have questions then you can answer them honestly and genuinely and a lot of the times if that is I don't know then that's perfectly fine because you don't have to know everything. You don't know everything. And the sooner that your kids realize that not everyone knows everything, the better off that they're going to be. They're not going to feel this pressure to be like, well, adults know everything and I know nothing. Um, And when I get to be an adult, I guess I'm going to know everything, which is not the case. Um, 
And I, I also just want you to know that that having these discussions with your kids, letting them practice expressing themselves, whether they are really excited about something, whether they are really angry about something, whether they have very hurt feelings and they want to tell you why, it's just so good for them to have a safe place to express themselves and work out those feelings. Bottling those up is never healthy. So we want to be that place for people, for our kids. If they ever think to themselves, I am so upset about this, or man, they really, really hurt my feelings. They need to be able to get that out and they need to be able to say, I need to go talk to mom about this or I need to go talk to dad about this. It's either parent, right? They need to be able to trust you no matter what. So I just want to encourage you to think about that as you're starting your homeschool, that you're going to have many, many times um, where your kids are going to want to come up to you and ask you a question or tell you a story or or just blather on about whatever. Um, if they're anything like my kids, they're just super chatty and they have a lot to say. And I love to listen to my kids and, and hear their thoughts and their process of thinking things through. Um, just letting them know that, that I care about what they have to say because it matters. And I want them to be able to speak up about things instead of not think, speaking their truth or their thoughts because they think no one cares. Um, that's a really, really sad situation to be in for kids. Um, and I don't want my kids growing up thinking that their voices don't matter. So I hope that this was extremely helpful to you. Um, I hope that this encourages you that these discussions can be extremely natural if you just let your kids know, hey, if there's anything you want to talk about, I'm here to listen. No judgment. I won't try to give you advice if you don't want it. Um, I just want you to know that, that I'm here to listen to you at any time of the day or night. Um, it can really do wonders for your relationship and their self-esteem. So thank you so much for listening to this today. I hope that this was super helpful to you and I will be back next week with another episode. so much for listening today. Don't forget to rate the podcast and share it with anyone you think might find it helpful. I would love for you to leave a review so that others can find this brand new podcast for new homeschoolers. If you're just getting started with homeschooling, I would love to help you out. You can email me, schedule a one-on-one -on -one consulting session with me, or sign up for my online course through my website. I can't wait to connect with you.